Hey, we up? Welcome back on to, uh, to Talk Derby. It's me, Jack O'Connor. How are you, pal? Ah, uh, yeah, Blake. You are right, yeah. Uh, well, not too bad, mate. Are you cooking? Yeah, we're cooking on summit, mate, to tell you that, yeah. <laughs> Bob, I'm cooking on this League One gear. Uh, is it something yet? Uh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah. Mixed bag, mixed bag of emotions. But the optimism is, you know, that's done now. So any prospective takeover, they know what they're getting. Do you know what I mean? I think the reason it's dragged on so long anyway is because you didn't know what they were purchasing. League One club, championship club. So it's going to make things more complicated, isn't it? And now that that's done and dusted, uh, obviously Kirchner has announced. Um, I reckon there might be a few twists to it, even still. What do you reckon? Um, I was going to come to this, mate, and, I'll, and we'll dive straight in. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to sum up how I, how I, I feel, and it's um, uh, cautiously anxious, maybe. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like we're out of the woods, does it? No, no. I'd be a bit naive, wouldn't we, if we thought, right, that's it, man. We're uh, in the clear. Because, you know, <clears throat> we're not even out the tall grass yet, mate. You know? I feel better, obviously, once the takeover is actually been actioned. Well, what do you reckon, Mark Ashley, to pop his head up last second at the death? Stranger things have happened, haven't they? This is it, mate, yeah. Mate, this is what my little, my little thing is. The ground's still up for grabs. What if Ashley dives in and goes, right, I can't, I, he's preferred bidder. What if he buys Pride Park? Then he goes, I've got the ground, mate. Your little power play. Yeah, you couldn't put it past these lads because they're shrewd. They're very shrewd. So, you know, stranger things have happened, mate. Yeah, it's um, it's difficult. You, you was, was you there Saturday? I was, mate. Yeah, I was in the soft seats. Yeah, I've no, I've not seen you in a way in for a while now, mate. Like trying to find Lord Luke in a way game. I know, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Go easy on me, man. I mean, do you know what I mean? Go easy on me. But yeah, I was there, mate. <clears throat> I was there. I thought the way support was magnificent, um, and just just like testament to like the the, the character of this club is. For me, that's that's Derby County that uh, I know, and like was lucky enough to go to the baseball ground and experience the atmosphere there, and what it feels like when the whole city is united behind the club. You know the Jim Smith era, um, all of that, and moving to Pride Park, or you know going up to the Premier League, coming down, um, like that. That's that sort of buzz behind the football club, and it ju- it just feels like it's. That that's that's where we're at now, and I think once you know, if you get if you get all the fans on board, and you do that, I think by playing for the shirt, like you know, watching watching the players give her everything, then like this fan base will will back you all the way, and uh, that's that's one good thing that's come out of this season is um, the, the the fan base have given it the full backing, and you've you've had some of the best atmospheres home and away. Do you know what I mean, Blake? You've been there. Yeah. Mate, it's weird that, and I know it's been said a few times now, but I've, like, we've both been going for a very long time and it's up there as one of my favourite seasons, even though it's been one of the most horrible and one of the most stressful off the field. But away games have been incredible. I can't think of one away game where I didn't have the time of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair play. Do you, do you yeah. feel like it's brought, brought the fans back together a bit? 
Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, yeah. I think because obviously before now, we've just had like 10 years of mediocrity. So, you know, probably a lot of the interest has waned. Um, and we've obviously been trying to get promotion. We've had a good couple of good seasons along the way. But, you know, um, you know the previous owner, Mal Morris, overexerted us, um, trying to get into the Premier League. And then we find ourselves in this predicament. So, yeah, maybe, yeah. To, you know, that, that match against Birmingham, uh, which was you know, uh, scheduled at one stage to be our last game. Like, if we we couldn't figure it out, we'd go poor. Just that that show of defiance was, uh, like, that was a proud day. And obviously, Beelit getting the equaliser, like, it just raised the roof. And you have, you have to go quite far back to remember that Pride Park being that electric. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's... I think there's a line in Jamie's poem where it's like the, the underdog city of Middle England. And I feel like it's kind of encapsulated what the city of Derby is about. We like having the world against us kind of thing, don't we? And we like, and I think that's kind of how it's been. It's like every time we look like we're done, something happens and you go, do you know what? We might do this. Do you know what? We might do this. Yeah, yeah. Even the end of last season as well, like it went down to the wire, didn't it? Mm. And you, you, just, you just couldn't. Just, just couldn't finish us off, and it took a twenty-one point deduction um, and all this like horribleness that no, no club, no football fans should have to go through. Um, it took all of that to, to finally uh, relegate us. So, and that, you know, so listen. Hopefully, we'll be back. Hopefully, we'll be back next year, and or whatever, whatever. Come back stronger, rebuild. What have you? And a little League One tour never did anyone any harm, did it? I was going to ask you this because some people you speak to are like, "Yeah, come on, all these new grounds." Some people are like, "Nah, League One." I'm fifty-fifty. I like my away days. I like my little new grounds, and I like my trips to strange places. But there's still a part of me that's like, "There's been some big clubs that have been down there, and they've been there for a, a long old while." Look at these Sunderlands now, and it's a tough league to get out of, Jack, isn't it? It's true, mate. Yeah, yeah. Some big names down there, man. But yeah. I've been I know a few forest lads, so I've been asking them for um, a bit of inside information, what it's like, where to go, price of a pint, pie and that. Because they, they they know it down there, don't they? It's like, you know, it's been a while since we were in the third tier, so not in my lifetime anyway. So be interesting, mate. Be interesting. If we keep Wazza, um, if we keep <laughs> I emailed him. <laughs> yeah, to know you didn't. <laughs> Send him an email there, just pure love and affection. Three, three paragraphs. Dear Mr. Rooney. Really? I've been a fan of that club since as long as I can remember. The positive your impact that you've had will be remembered for a long time. You know, all that kind of garb. Did you get a reply? He ain't getting back to me. Mate, I love that though. I love that passion. Yeah, listen. Yeah, listen. And then uh, I had to apologise to him at the end as well. I did a little PS because I went on the coach at Brentford. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. After the match against Brentford, um, the coach was just there and I felt like dead compelled. It was last year, man, because we were in London. They were only letting certain... It was like the tier system then because of the pandemic. 
So, oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah. Like, I remember when London stadiums could let fans in and I was in London anyway. So, I emailed someone at the club, listening, do you mind if I sneak in? And they fi- fixed us up anyway. And the bus was there. There was no security, nothing like that. There was no one around it. I was like, fuck it. Felt a bit emboldened and was went went down the aisle going, that's, that's, that's what it's about, lads. That's what it's about, Willie. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Soon got marched off there, mate. Rosinia. <laughs> Did he? Did you say get off? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, it, it was super sensitive at that time as well. You could have had anything. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it weren't smart, it weren't clever. Do you know what I mean? But you do these things in the heat in a moment when you're passionate, you know. And um, so, yeah, got 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 uh, escorted off the bus, pretty sharpish. And then, uh, so I did, I put that as a little PS at the end of the email, PS. Sorry about that time at Brentford. Um, what was one about before then, anyway? Oh, yeah, League One tour. Keep Rooney. And then we've just got to renew these contracts, don't we, mate? Yeah, well, I was going to say to you, right, say you're Rooney now. And so I'll give you three. You, who's, your, who's your top three this year that you, you go, bang, they're renewed? Curtis Davis. You know, Ryan Allsop. Just sort of like keep that sort of part of the spine, I suppose. And then, it's a good question, that, yeah. Um, Cashin. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, there are three lads at the back there. But yeah, Erin Cashin, because he's, he's showing some unbelievable potential, isn't he? You know, he looks like he's got the makings of being a, like a proper uh, proper fullback. Now, now he's made his senior debut in that. And um, just like, like a lot of his cohort as well. I like, can't, can't get over the amount of talent that's come through our academy. Um, so I've just prayed to God that we get to keep him. And then obviously there's questions over like Bielik. Do you know what I mean? Is he is he going to fancy League One? He's a Polish international. He's got that to think about over, you know, the World Cup at Christmas. Um, did they qualify Poland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, do you know what I mean? Mm. Tom Lawrence, does he fancy it? Yeah, and and the, and the opposite side of yeah, and the other side of it is like we're we're still not in a great position, and if people come in and go, I mean, I know some of them are out of contract, but even it's still a wage off the bill, isn't it? It's like right, that's twenty grand a week off the bill, and that's twenty grand that'll probably get you three or four in League One, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That is, mate. Yeah, yeah, it'd probably be um, it'd probably be the smart thing to do, and then start. You know, making a few signings based on where where we are uh, in reality. You know, start picking up some formidable League One players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead right. How would you approach League One if you was in in Rooney's position? Because you can either carry on the same and and try and build on what they've done, or you you go and you 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 do the other method that a lot of people do, whereas you go and get every, the best League One players and you just play that style of football don't you and try and get back out of the league I don't know if Rooney tries to I don't think Rooney's heads for turning with his style of football though as you said to you mate it's unenchanted territory for me I'll have to ask me Forest mates you know because they, they know more about it than me but um, I think 
you know, it's, it's just dependent as, as well because of the youngsters we have got. One or two of them are flair players. And you wonder, is you know, is there any room for that in League One? Especially if the nature of it is a bit more old school and it's a bit more physical or what have you. You know, can only think of a couple of the youngsters that, that might sort of uh, adapt to that um, type of football. Uh, but yeah, listen, I, w- I wouldn't know, but wouldn't know where to start, mate. Um, I just wouldn't put it past Rooney, you know, because he's 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 savvy, isn't he? He's like, you know, he's he, he's savvy. He's proved himself as a manager uh, tactically, and then his sort of the personal ability he seems to have with everyone at the club um, gets performances out of his players. So, uh, so yeah, we'll say uh, Rosinia stays as well personally. Yeah, he's, he's been, a bit, been a bit of an, not an unsung hero because people have recognised him, but I don't think it, it can be underestimated how much Rossini's done alongside Rooney. Rooney gets the, the headlines and everything, but he, he's got a big brain there to, to be planning all what he's planned. Yeah, 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 too right. Too right. Have you heard anything? No, I've not heard anything, mate, to be fair. Like, you hear little bits and bobs, but there's been that much kind of being banded about. I don't even open articles about it anymore. I'm like, until I see an announcement, Chris Kirchner is the new owner of Derby County. That's yeah. when I believe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because otherwise, you're just sifting through shite, aren't you? Clickbait and all. Oh, it, it, the, yeah. the old, you'll never believe who's in line for the Rams or here's five strikers Derby might sign for League One. Who Fuck off, man. Absolute merchants, man. Absolute merchants. Mate, it's like the one the other week um, with, with like the... The George Clooney one that was just like he just mentioned Derby County before you know it, it's front page of the sun because it's like how can we get people to click Derby and people want to know about Derby so how can we just get people to click and click and click and it's like mental it's mental mate it was mental yeah I think all he'd done is mention that he'd um, he was like he knew about the club next thing is it not I think Derby's Life magazine saying he knows he knows of Derby County Next thing, he's fucking rumoured to be taking over in that. Think, fucking hell. How does, how does one line in Derbyshire Life magazine, and I know Nathan Furnier edits it, and it was a, I actually read the original piece, me being a journalist, thinking, right, hang on, let's have a look at how they've got to where they've got to. Mm. Mate, it's like, it's like you coming on the air now and going, um, oh, I don't know, oh, yeah, I might be talking to George Clooney, and yeah, yeah, oh, LA Lakers. And then it being on the front page of a paper in America tomorrow, Jack O'Connell's buying the LA. There was that much, he didn't even mention the club or the state it's in, or just crazy, man. Yeah. No, too right, man. Yeah, too right. And then, uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be nice, though. I'm, I'm sure he's, you know, I'm sure he's not too far off, uh, you know, putting up that kind of dough. Would be, uh, wouldn't be too big a stretch, I don't think, for him. Imagine if he did. Oh, mate. I'd take all the plaudits, man. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, it was in his ear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you can't, surely we can put a little consortium together. George, Niall, Robert <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. And you, you've, you've got, like, we'll have a statue. Like, you can be, like, the uh, director of football or someone. Like, you, you're the one that they bring in after. Get the connection between them and the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do them. I'll have the McLaren role. <laughs> Hello, 
My name's Blake Fellows, and you're listening to Talk Derby TV. Oh, mate, you mentioned about your your forest mates. Obviously, I work over on the dark side. It's um, we can't really gloat too much about only just being in League One because they're absolutely flying, mate. Is it killing you? Yeah, I won't like it if they go up. No. Like that, I won't like that. Would just cap off like a, you know a terrible sort of historically bad season um, sporting derby. I won't like that, especially if it's a first time of asking because we've been absolutely nowhere to be seen for about twenty years, and if they just kind of walk it. Um, but they are, in all honesty, they are looking in a very strong position, aren't they? And you know, you saw when we played them as well. They're a they're a good side. Like he's done a job with the money. So yeah, listen, I'll, I'll I'll be miserable if they do go up. Um, but you know, on the flip side, it'd be great to see them lose at Wembley for once. Give us something to laugh at. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see them at Wembley. They've not been to the new Wembley, have they? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'll get directions off the mate for League One, and I'll give him directions to bloody Wembley. Yeah, so, here's the number for soft seats at Wembley, mate. Here, <laughs> I've been there a couple of times. <laughs> hey, I've got a few. I've put this. Um, I put a few questions out on on social media this week about the season. Trying to be positive about it, so I've got a few that I've asked other people. Player of the season. Player of the season. Um, good one. Uh, let's say flipping uh, off the top of my head, Max Bird. Yeah. For, for consistency, Max Bird. Yeah. He, um, Mind you, Ravel Morrison's uh, season of his life, hasn't he? Yeah. You know. Mind you. Yeah, either Davis or Max Bird. Max Bird sat at the seat. I was the second row at QPR on Saturday and Max Bird was the exact same seat on the front row and he sang, and this is no exaggeration, he sang every word to every Derby song and he looked, I felt like cuddling him at the end because he looked like he was going to burst into tears and that sums up the squad, mate. That's class, isn't it? Yeah. That's class, mate. man. It sums it up, mate, like you say. Yeah. Um, proudest moment. Proudest moment was that Birmingham game, I reckon, mate. Yeah, that Birmingham game, you know, with the march and everything and just uh, seeing a full Pride Park Stadium and you're hearing all the things that people are doing, you know, getting tickets uh, on bulk and handing them out to people who, you know, might might not otherwise be able to get there themselves. Um, just to see that kind of togetherness and then obviously the equaliser, you know, you, you nearly moved to tears, like... You know, I'm not too proud to admit you sort of do have a little bit of a blob, don't you? Um, yeah, Birmingham at home. Goal of the season. Goal of the season. Uh, flipping. I'm going to say that Curtis Davis header just because of the circumstances at Reading. Not Ronaldo, wasn't he? Fuck yeah! I mean, just eat your heart out. Like, how's he doing that? Incredible, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven, man. Mate, it's. Um, I'm just looking through like some of the games this season because, like that Reading game, two 0 down. I was like, right, that's over. And then, ugh, like the Birmingham game, come back. Um, the Peterborough game when Sibley scores last minute, and you think it's still on, and you think what, like you go yeah. and 
Well, there's the times we've been unlucky as well, man. I was doing the same earlier. And like, you know, not obviously a load of bad decisions go against us. And like the ref, the standard of refereeing, that's just another conversation altogether. Um, but, you, you know, like Sheffield, Sheffield United away, you know, that unlucky uh, handball, Curtis Davis giveaway. I say unlucky, you're sort of like, um, you are wondering what, what he's, he's kind of playing at, like, at that moment in time. But, you, you know, it, it, it happened. They get a penalty and take all three points. It, you know what I mean? You can, you can think of a handful of them type of moments where we've been dead unlucky. Uh, even at the weekend, you know, we, 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 we went there to win and we threw everything at it. And what led to their goal was um, us giving the ball away on the attack. You know, had that gone differently, I think we were two on two. Um, had that gone differently, you know, just these these little ifs and buts where it's like, you know, ne- nearly could have been, um, you know, some some season, mate. I, I keep looking back to two games: Barnsley away one nil up, lose two one, um, and then Peterborough away one nil up in the ninety first minute and lose two one in the hundredth minute, and you just think them six points there. Yeah. Right, massive, mate. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, if you start focusing on the referee decisions, you know, um, there's countless amounts of them. Uh, but, you know, it's prob- probably not that helpful to bloody dwell on any of that stuff, mate. Just uh, but the standard of refereeing is crap, isn't it? Yeah. He's figuring it out, figuring out, like... Um, do, you need, do you think it's... This is probably a difficult question to ask and answer, but do you think not there's an agenda, but there's a bit of anti derby with the officiating, or do you think it is just the refs aren't good enough? I just think the refs aren't good enough, man. I feel like you know all the money that's invested into VAR or whatever. You know, I don't, I don't like VAR. It's not. It just sort of removes the game even further to what I rec- I recognise. Um, you know, I'd rather have dubious calls in fairness than VAR, and it's it's shown time and time again to be non-conclusive anyway. Um, so I think I feel like money that's invested in that is is taken away from investing in, you know, just like good proper refereeing, train training, making training available, and. Um, you know, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of that. Maybe even offering better wages to attract better referees. And like, I'm, I'm not against the idea of ex, some ex pros. Even it's been talked about, hasn't it? You know, there's obviously the argument that you, you can't guarantee that it'd be non-biased. Well, well, you can. You know, just it's not going to be in that, that fella's best interest in the long run, is it? If they're if they're biased, like. So I don't really buy that that argument against, um, but it does. It needs sorting out because too too much is riding on it, and they're not just little errors here and there. It's like blatant stuff where you think, look, you obviously haven't kicked a ball in your life, so you're not in any position to be making them sort of calls. You know, um, real game changing stuff where you think, ah, fucking hell, you've just you've just determined the outcome of the game, and that's. Yeah, they, sh- they, sh- they shouldn't be doing that. 
I think they should be held accountable after come out after the game like a manager and, and talk them talk through decisions what they were, what was going through the head. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. But you know, at the same time, it's like after the game, it's a highly impassioned scenario, isn't it? And you know, like by by that point, they could be saying anything. You you're just gonna you're just gonna dismiss it, aren't you? If you feel strongly one way about another, but. Yeah, you don't, you can't, you can't, can't see why there can't be a bit of ownership taken when the mistakes are blatant. Um, you know, when you when you look at what we've been penalised for in the arbitration surrounding um, game seasons where the outcome might have been different, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, well, that's just the same precedent there with the referees, but for some reason they're just sort of immune and untouchable, and you know. Yeah, I've been um I've been down the cricket today to watch Derbyshire against Leicestershire, yeah. and yeah. um yeah I'm not just this isn't a really boring tangent it's just a, a point that I noticed today and I did a night with Jamie Ward last week live in Derby and he and I asked him the same question about what you just said about ex pros stepping up and a lot of umpires in cricket like they're pro cricketers and they retire and they go to be umpires and you can see it and they're respected because they know they've played the game so if you tell him that's Plum LB, mate. They'll go, yeah, yeah, sound that like, walk off. But yeah. and I was talking to Jamie Ward about it. Why can't, especially League Two National League footballers who are only earning, I don't know, grand a week, when they when they when they retire, why can't they do that as like a training course and, and get them ready? So when they retire, they're in the game. They're, they're still kind of match fit with it, aren't they? Like they know what they know what's happening in the game and throw them straight into refereeing. Yeah, you, I think you just understand it better and all. You just like understand the kind of the mechanics of it a, a lot better, and and you know what is it an intentional foul, and um, you know and obviously there's a lot more uh, rules involved which are there to protect players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, like to see a player sent off because they've, they've gone in for a fifty-fifty and it, it it didn't quite work out for him. Like that, that to me is not a, a, a red card offence. Um, and I feel like you'd need you'd need experience of, of playing the game um, as a referee to fully interpret that for what it is. Because challenges that look nasty aren't necessarily nasty. But what else are you supposed to do in a fifty-fifty? Um, and like, how do you how 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 do you possibly like slide tackle without your studs coming up? Uh, yeah, that's that's physics. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like if you if you slide tackling, your your studs have to be up. So don't get why why that is an automatic red or a, a yellow or or whatever. But listen, I, I grew up playing football on Meadow Lane against the likes of Chesapeake. Do you know what I mean? So you know the studs were definitely up back then. Um, no, mate, I remember. Chesapeake against Olsen Rangers was like Fenerbahce Galatasaray, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not daft either. I'm not going to draw the comparison to Derby Community League and, and you know, the Championship or whatever, professional football. But it's just infuriating to watch when you, you know a referee is like just going by the book, by the letter. You think, well, you know, that's not football. That's why VAR doesn't re- really work because, you know... Anyway, yeah, the other one for me is like you say about the studs up is um, 
when a player and he goes jump with his arms up. Have you ever tried jumping eight foot in the air with your arms by his side? Well, this is it, isn't it, mate? Yeah, this is it. You know what I mean? This is it. Uh, three games to go. Are you are you attending any of them? I, I think everyone I've ever met is going to Blackpool. It sounds like it's going to be a bit of a derby takeover in a couple of weeks. <laughs> There'll be some jolly up that, mate. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know if I managed to get home. I'll be tuning in for definite. But I think that might be me for this season. I've, it's been good as well. I've been able to get to a fair few um, this year. So I doubt I'll make any of the last ones now. Um, but, you know, obviously I'll be following them and be, be interesting now, won't it, mate? Now the pressure's off just to sort of see how they go about it, how, how much of it is with an eye on next year. Obviously, you've seen a few of the younger players make their debuts the last couple of games. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if there's a bit more of that and see how we fare now. There's no pressure on it, do you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, mate. It deserve it's, holiday. Uh, you deserve holiday. Yeah, That's you do, mate. Yeah. Um, could you sum up the season in in a word? Unjust. Brilliant. Yeah, spot on. I was thinking myself then, I, and I I probably couldn't have thought of a better one. I think the first one that came to me was mental. Mental, yeah. Um, un- unjust, mate. Yeah, that's that's the main thing, isn't it? That's what you're sort of left with. That's how, at, at, at Loftus Road, that's how it felt. It was like, right, OK, well, done and dusted, you know. EFL, hope you're proud of yourselves. Your, your, your way of doing things isn't fit for purpose. It's shit. And... You know, this 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 is what happens. The fans aren't to blame, the players aren't to blame, the management staff aren't. Yeah, they're the ones that get punished. You just think, fucking sort it out. Because, you know, it's dreadful to see this thing happen again. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm here talking in the past tense. We're not even out of it yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think there's a couple more. If I was watching this and it was a film, I won't be going for the door yet. I think there's a good there's a good 10, 15 minutes left of this where there's going to be a, a couple of twists before we 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 see the ending. He's got he's got to just lay the ground on now, hasn't he? Yeah. Stop being a shady fucker. Nah, just you know, do what's right. You you know, if 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 football owners are only custodians, then he has to do what's right. I suspect he won't because he's a massive Tory and he's only out for himself. But, but you know. What's what's right and wrong about the situation probably doesn't occur to him, but you know what I mean. Just fucking give it up now. Stop being daft. Um, it don't belong to you. Um, if not, we'll just go down the race course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As long yeah, as we've got, they're easy. Yeah. As long as we've got a Derby County, like you said, I don't care if we're on the race course, Meadow Lane, even on the Arboretum. It's always still got a stand. Yeah. Down more ways. Yeah, down more ways. Cup final ground, mate. You can't play there unless it's a cup final, you'll... <laughs> <laughs> Take your deck chairs. <laughs> Take your deck chairs, early doors. <clears throat> 10 a.m., park your deck chairs, pop over for a swim, and then tip match for kick-off. 
Yeah, Kupu Tin is from Asda, Oak Road. <laughs> oh, mate. I'm the most of the I'll be rose once it, mate. Spider, spider Bridge will be around. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Millwall. Oh, he loves Millwall at Millwall and Aussie Park. <laughs> oh, brilliant, mate. Uh, I was going to ask you if you've got a message from Alan. You've already done that. That's how good you are at this. But um, have you got a message for the people of Derby after this season? Just like immensely, immensely proud to consider myself, um, you know, part of that same fan base. Uh, properly exemplify ourselves. I think all my mates that support different clubs, um, you know, they paid an interest to what was going on, and all sort of agreed that the response to it has been class. So, you know, we, we sort of proved ourselves to be proper, proper fans um, through thick and thin. And um, hopefully, hopefully good times are ahead now because we've bounced back before and, you know, you sort of fancy us to do it again, all being well. You know what I mean? But... It's been amazing. It's been emotional to be a part of and, and everything, but you know, can't you know, can't 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 feel any prouder for um for how the support have conducted themselves. It's it's been uh, it's been it's been class. And um yeah, man up the rounds. Jack, as ever, it's been entertaining. Um and I, I love chatting to you when you come on, so thank you so much, mate. Oh, Bobby's Zamora. <laughs> Oi, are you taking me in soft seats next season, are you, Uncle Jack? <laughs> I'll get you on the list. <laughs> well, I'll have, have, have tell you a beer soon, kid. Yeah, when, when my mum don't fancy it, you can come. Nice one, mate. <laughs> nice, Blake. Nice one, brother. Cheers, mate. Top man as ever. Wicked, Blake. Nice one. Enjoyed that, pal. Well,